Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the new studios in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Today we have a fascinating and interesting subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how generic drugs in the United States, these are the generics that everyone buys and they're given by their doctors and nurse practitioners and physician assistants and the pharmacists. These generic drugs are in such extreme shortages that people can no longer find them or buy them, which is resulting in a situation where people are dying for a lack of generic medications. In the United States, that's what's currently going on. There are generic drug shortages that are massive right now across many different fields. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What does it mean when a country that invented many of these drugs, that used to manufacture many of these drugs, and now can no longer get many of these drugs, even though we pay more for drugs in this country than almost any other country on the planet? So essentially, we are overpaying for medications that we can no longer get. So let's talk about this. So I'll first read an article in the Daily Mail newspaper. Daily Mail newspaper is a newspaper out of England, Great Britain. Its articles tend to focus on research data and statistics. Those are the kinds of articles that I like, and hopefully you do as well. The headline of this relatively new article in the Daily Mail newspaper is, quote, United States health agencies launch probe into generic drug shortages that are endangering Americans as doctors reveal they're forced to choose who lives and who dies, unquote. Well, let me read you the article. We'll discuss it afterwards. Here goes, quote, the United States government will begin investigating the cause behind persistent shortages of generic drugs that are severely endangering patient lives. The joint investigation by the Federal Trade Commission and the United States Department of Health and Human Services will aim to understand how the practices of two types of pharmaceutical drug middlemen, group purchasing organizations known as GPOs, and drug wholesalers may be contributing to generic drug shortages. GPOs are organizations that negotiate drug prices between manufacturers and doctors or hospitals. They do not buy the products directly. The groups work to lower the drug prices and reduce the cost by increasing how much a healthcare provider will buy. Drug wholesalers buy medications directly from the manufacturers and sell them to the providers. Their goal is to guarantee that a certain amount of the manufacturer's generic drugs will be distributed in an effort to reduce the drug's prices. The number of drugs with shortages has reached an all-time high, forcing patients with cancer and chronic diseases to choose between facing more than a year's wait for their life-saving medications or paying thousands for alternatives. Doctors have also said they've had to ration the chemotherapy drugs and make the life-and-death decisions of choosing which patients to prioritize to receive potentially curative therapies. Experts have attributed the shortages to increased reliance on overseas manufacturers, manufacturing quality problems, supply chain issues resulting from a lack of raw materials, natural disasters, and a push for more branded and more expensive drugs over the cheaper generic versions, which creates a race to the bottom effect in the pharmaceutical market. The government cannot force a manufacturer to produce a generic medication, which is cheaper, available from multiple companies and makes up 90% of the drugs that Americans take. Instead, the manufacturers often discontinue generics in favor of their own branded and patented versions, which makes them much more money. This allows the companies to create a monopoly over the medications, forcing people to spend thousands of dollars because the drug is not available from other manufacturers. 
So the goal of the FTC and HHS investigation is to understand how the GPOs and the wholesalers are impacting the availability and therefore the price of some of the country's most popular medications. FTC Chair Lena Khan said, quote, For years, Americans have faced acute shortages of critical drugs, from chemotherapy to antibiotics endangering patients. Quote, our inquiry requests information on the factors driving these shortages and scrutinizes the practices of opaque drug middlemen. We look forward to public input as well as assess how enforcers and policymakers can best address the chronic drug shortages and promote a resilient drug supply chain. Medications in short supply rose nearly 30% between 2021 and 2022 in the United States, reaching a five-year record high of 295, according to official government figures. The Senate last year reported reported and found that more than 15 of those drugs have been experiencing shortages for more than a decade compared to the average shortage duration of 1.5 years. A recent American Cancer Society survey found that one in 10 patients has been affected by the shortages, forcing them to use substitute drugs or delay treatments. Most of the drugs in short supply are generic medicines, meaning that they cost the patient and insurer far less than the branded versions. Officials are hoping their efforts will promote competition in the pharmaceutical industry to keep the prices down and increase access to life-saving medications. As part of the agency's request, they are seeking public input and comments on several topics related to generic drug markets and potential causes of the shortages. Some of the topics include to what extent the GPOs and wholesalers are complying with their legal obligations and whether the market concentration of medications among GPOs and wholesalers has now impacted smaller healthcare providers and rural hospitals and to what extent these entities have disincentivized drug suppliers from competing in the generic market. The drug shortage crisis, which is impacting America more than any other Western nation, has caught the attention of the U.S. politicians. In December, the United States Senate Committee on Finance held a session dedicated to the issue, which featured alarming testimony from doctors on the front lines of the crisis. Dr. Jason Weston, a director of lymphoma clinical research program at the Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, said, quote, the absence of generic and cheap drugs like fluorobane, which we use to treat uh, blood cancer, can literally be the difference between life and death. Weston added that patients with aggressive blood cancers do not have the time to wait for the drugs that are now in short supply because there's often a narrow window in which the patients receive life-saving medications. He said... Quote, my colleagues have been forced to make impossible choices, including to choose which patients will be prioritized to receive potentially curative therapies. We know how to treat the cancer, but the shortage forces impossible choices. We have drugs that are life-saving and shortages that are life-threatening. Experts say that a major factor in the United States government's fa- is the United States government's failure to regulate profit-hungry drug companies unlike other nations. Federal government does not monitor raw materials and medicines. It does not oversee manufacturing processes that now take place abroad. This means pharmaceutical companies can claim supply chain issues are to blame for shortages, when in fact it may be the case that they've discontinued medications because they are less profitable than others. Well, there you go. I mean, that's part of the article. It goes on from there, but you get the idea. So what does that mean? Well, according to the article, there's been a 30% increase in the number of generic drugs that are now unavailable due to shortages. 
And that 30% increase is now reaching almost 300 medications. That's a lot of medications that are generic that people can't get because there are shortages. And you heard how people are dying because of this. Where are they dying? Well, they're dying in the country that invented the medications. They're, they're dying in the country that pays the most for medications. They're dying because the medications are not available in America. What kind of empire is this? We're spending you know, a trillion dollars on a military that we don't use to even defend our own border with Mexico, our corrupt and broken political parties, which are leading our corrupt and broken federal government, don't even care enough to make sure that life-saving medications are available to the American people, so the American people are dropping dead because they can't get 300 generic medications. That's what's going on in this so-called empire. What kind of empire would allow that to happen? We just go around the world giving away our money in humanitarian and military relief. Other countries take our money, and then they keep the medications that we invented and give them to their own people, while the people back home in America are paying very high taxes to defend the borders of other countries, not our own, and, they can, and they're dropping dead because they can't get 300 generic medications. It's that simple. We have a broken federal government. Other countries have governments that actually work for the people. This is, in my opinion, a very clear sign of a decline and fall of America. Don't you agree? I'm Charles Factor, wishing you a great day.